Hey y'all, I'm Harley and you're listening to the Beautiful Gray Podcast. The Beautiful Gray Podcast is all about finding a more moderate middle gray in between a lot of extreme black and white views to have more questions than answers. Hope you enjoy and let's get to today's episode. Well, on today's episode, we're going to be continuing a conversation on the concept of singleness. Uh, it's something I was able to talk about a couple of weeks ago and now got to talk about the next part of singleness. So once you get over the idea of that singleness is a position that might never change, the next conversation goes into, okay, well, then I am interested in dating and dating is something that maybe is coming in the future. So who do I choose? How do I pick the right person? And I think um, in this culture, we see people get like catfished and tricked and maybe you or someone you've been friends with or connected to went on a date, started getting connected to a guy or girl. And then the closer they got to them, the more they realized that they weren't the person they thought they were, that maybe they got a little comfortable. And when they got comfortable, their real self came out. So as a Christian, or even if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this, is like, how do I pick the right person? Like if I'm going to go on a date with someone, how do I know? who to date, how to pick the right person. And and really our goal is to figure out who the person we're trying to date or we're interested in, who they really are, who their real person is under all the stuff that they show us. Now, the thing that I'm going to talk about today is this idea that we need to be able to look at the person's patterns and not the person's presentation. So for me, one of the things I always talk about is if you look at me on a daily day on a daily basis, the things that I wear are probably shorts. I'm probably not wearing shoes, even if I'm going outside, and a t-shirt. Like, that's that's it. But if you catch me on a good day, maybe I'm going to a wedding. Like, a couple weeks ago, I, I uh, was officiating a wedding. And I was wearing, my pants were tucked, or my shirt was tucked in my pants. I was wearing a belt. I was wearing pants. That's a stretch. And on top of that, I was wearing a bolo tie. I was actually allowed to wear a bolo tie because it was a very country wedding. And I asked them, and they said I could wear a bolo tie. So if you saw me on that day, and that was the only time you'd ever mentioned or seen me, you would say, wow, this guy, this guy is a country, which is not true. And B, this guy dresses pretty nicely. Like he, he he's tucked his shirt in like good for him. <laughs> that was what I presented that day. But it's not the pattern of what I usually look like. If you really look at me, you'll see that what I wear is shorts and a t-shirt. That's the pattern that I give. Um, if you if I was in an interview, I would be wearing a buttoned up shirt and talking very, <laughs> very professionally, and um, not being stupid or crazy. But that's what I present because I'm trying to get a job, right? So if I'm going to present something, I'm obviously not going to show them everything who I am, because the who I really am, maybe not may not be very professional for that presentation. So what I need to be able to do as I'm dating, for you listening, if you're trying to figure out who to date, if they're the right person to continue dating, or even if you're already in a relationship or married, you can translate this into, are these the kind of people that I want to have in my life to be pouring into me, to be encouraging me and mentoring me and guiding me and, and having community with? The question you need to do is not what do they present to you, because everyone's going to present something perfect, right? The whole goal through social media, through dating apps, through through um, the first date, they're going to try to present to you a perfect image of what you want. If they like you and they hope that you can like them, their goal is to present to you something they know you will like. So if you go based purely on presentation, you're probably going to like the person. But what you really need to do and how you figure out who the real person is, is to figure their pattern. So I want to show you this verse real quick before we go into it. The goal here is in Proverbs 27, 19. It says this, as a face 
is reflected in the water. The heart reflects the real person. So we want to get to the real person. If we're having a conversation about who do I date? Who am I supposed to be connected to? Your goal is to find, I want to figure out who the real person is. And what it says in Proverbs 27 is you need to get to the heart. You need to see the heart of the person. But okay, how? How do we see a heart of a person? A heart of a person is not what they put out to the world. It's not what they show periodically. It's not what they show when they're at their best. It's what their patterns reflect. So it's not a presentation. It's the patterns that they give you. I want to show you this story. It's uh, Samson Delilah. It's in Judges 16. And this is such a funny story to me. It says this in verse 4. Sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah who lived in the Valley of Sorek. So Delilah is the girl that Samson's feeling. She's She is beautiful. He's falling in love with her. This is who he's almost, well, not almost. This is who he's decided today. He's like, I really like this girl. And for him, if he's being wise, he should be like, is this the kind of girl that I want to be with? But we'll see later that he doesn't really think too much into it. It says this in verse five, that the rulers of the Philistines, the Philistines were um, Samson's enemies, went to her and said, hey, entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Samson, his Samson's new girlfriend, Delilah, is already like one verse into their relationship, as far as we can see, is already taking a bribe to betray her boyfriend. Now, Samson doesn't know this, so we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Keep reading. But for right now, if you're Samson, you should be like, hey, what she's presenting to me obviously isn't real. Because if she were to say, hey, Samson, I'm going to turn you into the Philistines so they can kill you that probably wouldn't be the best presentation. So she's like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And she's probably presenting to Samson a really good picture. And Samson fell in love with what she presented. But in verse six, it says this, that Delilah said to Samson, please tell me what makes you so strong and what it would take to tie you up securely. First of all, weird question. (laughs) Imagine if your girlfriend or boyfriend just said, hey, like out of curiosity, like what do you think it would take to like tie you up securely? You know, if someone ever says that, go ahead and just let, I'm going to let you know, that's a red flag. (laughs) If your boyfriend or girlfriend's like, hey, like, what would it take to like restrain you? Just like, like, let's figure that out. What do you think? Um, Weird. But Samson was really strong, right? That was his, that was his whole thing. He, he, his hair had never been cut since the day he was born. He was extremely supernaturally strong. And the reason he was strong is because of his hair. But Delilah didn't know that. So Delilah was trying to get the Philistines to capture Samson for money. And she was trying to figure out, hey, what would it take to get you to be restrained so the Philistines can take you? But he's strong. So maybe it's just like, hey, like I want to see how strong you are. I want to see what your limits are. Like, What do you think it would take? Like, Maybe that's just a normal conversation, I suppose. I think it's weird. I, I would be a little alarmed if someone asked me that. But uh, Samson doesn't seem too worried. So Samson replies in verse 7, if I were tied up with seven new bowstrings that have not yet been dried, I'd become as weak as anyone else. So he, Samson just goes with it. He's like, hey, look, you get new bowstrings. Um, make sure they haven't been dried yet. That's important. And tie me up and then I will become as weak as anyone else. So maybe that's just like, hey, it's just a conversation. They're just trying to see what the boundary, the limit of how strong Samson is. But then Delilah just goes, okay. So this is what she did. The, it says in verse eight, the Philistine rulers brought Delilah seven new bowstrings. So she's going to do it. So she got seven new bowstrings and it says she tied Samson up with them. Okay. If you're Samson, you literally are in, and you'll see later, we're in Delilah's house in the story. So you're in your girlfriend's house. She says, hey, what would it take to tie you up? And you're like, I don't know, probably this. And then she says, okay, cool. Let's try it. You probably should be like, hey, that's a little strange. I'm not sure if I want to do that. But Samson, with his hard eye lens, is so in love with Delilah, he kind of just does whatever she says. 
So you can imagine this image. Samson is currently in his girlfriend's living room, tied up by bowstrings. It's just a, a bit awkward. And then what we don't know, but you'll see here in a second, is in verse 9, is that she had men hidden in the inner rooms of her house. Like, she literally got the Philistines who offered her money and hid them in her house. Then she says, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson snapped the bowstrings as a piece of string snaps when it's burned by fire. So the secret of his strength was not discovered. Okay, so you see here, right? The story kind of plays out. Samson said, hey, this would work. This would tie me up. Delilah said, okay, bet. Let's tie you up. I'm going to awkwardly tie you up in my living room. And then just so happens to be that the people that want to kill you are in my house. Really strange, right? What a coincidence. And, and so if you're Samson at this point, you're probably thinking, I probably shouldn't be with this lady. She's a psycho. What she's presenting to me isn't who she really is. It's not the real person. But, you know, people make mistakes. And I think one of the things we have to understand is that if you're dating someone, they will not be flawless. They will say something, do something, act in a way, maybe have done something in the past and act in a way that's not perfect. You can't make a decision based off of someone's past or mistake, but their patterns are something that's different. So we're going to see something here in a second. In verse 10, it says this, after Delilah said to him, you've been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now, please tell me how you can be tied up securely. She wasn't like, Hey, so yeah, I made a mistake. My bad. Shouldn't have tied you up. Shouldn't have had the Philistines in my house. That's a mistake. We can move on. Like we can have people make mistakes and us be connected to them. You can date someone who makes mistakes. Like that is fine. It's okay to have someone who presents to you something and then says, you know what? I actually don't, I'm not that way. Like I messed up or I made a mistake. Like that's okay. Patterns though are not. And we'll see something. She said, I tied you up. Philistines were in the house. Oh my gosh. And then now she's like making him feel bad. So she's like, you're making fun of me and you're telling me lies. And Samson is like, wait, what? Like you just tried to tie me up and get me killed by the Philistines. But then she says, please tell me what tie, what would tie you up securely. So there's a pattern emerging here that Delilah really is not uh, interested in Samson's well-being. She doesn't really care about Samson and a pattern of who she is, who she really is is starting to emerge because if it was a mistake, hey, I'm sorry, shouldn't have done that. Move on. This is a pattern. She does not acknowledge the fact that she's made a mistake. She doesn't see her past as a problem and moves on and creates a pattern of something that is no longer good. In verse 11, Samson says, if I were tied up with brand new ropes that have never been used, I would become as weak as anyone else. So again, in verse 12, Delilah took new ropes and tied them up with them. The men were hiding in the inner rooms as before, and Delilah cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But again, Samson snapped the ropes from his arms as if they were thread. Okay, we can give Samson a little bit of grace the first time you made a mistake. This would be like if you went on a date with a girl or went on a date with a guy and they weren't like you thought they were. Maybe they catfished you. Maybe they acted a way that you didn't expect. Their true person came out. You were able to see something, right? So you could give Samson a little bit of a grace. Like it'd be like you in that situation. You say, hey, look, went on this date, had this interaction, recognize that this is not the kind of person I want to be with. But then Samson just kind of overlooks it the second time. He, he First time there was people in his house, the Philistines were trying to kill him. Delilah set him up and had him tied up in her living room. And then he broke through the string. I would then have a conversation with Delilah and be like, hey, what happened? But then she says, no, like, why are you making fun of me? Oh my gosh, please tell me your secret. 
And then Delilah gets upset with him and says, let me tie you up again. At some point, we have to look at Samson instead of Delilah because Delilah's just being herself. She's doing her thing. Samson's the one who is so in love. He's blinded by his affection for Delilah that he's not able to see the fact that Delilah's trying to kill him and has no love for him, is not even desiring him, is using him for money, is using him for herself. So for you, this may sound a bit extreme, but if you can't look at the patterns of the person you're interested in, you are going to have a really, really rough time. Potentially someone who you don't want to date will be someone that you're with because you are so in love and infatuated and have so much affection towards them. You overlook patterns that are not healthy. You may say, oh, well, yeah, yeah, they do say really awful things, but I love them and you know they'll get better. No, they won't. Like if someone's reflecting a pattern, that's who you're dating. The pattern is what you need to make the decision. What they present to you, they're going to tell you nice things. They're going to be sweet to you. They're going to love you. But the patterns they reflect are who they really are. We see that Delilah, we know who she is, right? In the beginning of the story, it literally says Delilah already took a bribe of 1,100 pieces of silver from multiple people to capture Samson. So we know who she is. But we get a then look from Samson's view. The first time, hey, we can move past. There's grace. The second time, we say we start to see a pattern and say, wait a minute, this already happened, and it's happening again. At some point, Delilah has to be the issue, and Samson needs to make a decision on, quote-unquote, who to date or who to stay with or who to be with based on the pattern that they're reflecting. So he breaks through the rope. Again, super awkward situation. Imagine the Philistines are just kind of awkwardly in the living room because they were going to capture um, Samson, but now he's set free from the ropes so they're just like oh um hey sorry awkward uh, i think we were just uh we're, we're gonna get going i guess like that's so awkward right and, and samson's probably just awkwardly standing in the living room just doing his thing then after this the philistines leave delilah has another another conversation and she says almost verbatim the same thing she said the first two times happens a third she says this you've been making fun of me and telling me lies now tell me how you can be tied up securely then it says samson replied Again, he just goes with it. She's saying, hey, like the first two times, yeah, I did try to get you killed. But like, really, stop making fun of me and tell me what what, what will make you tied up securely. Samson replied, if you were to weave the seven braids of my hair into the fabric on your loom and tighten it in the loom shuttle, I'd become as weak as anyone else. So while he slept, Delilah wove the seven braids of his hair into fabric. She tightened it in the loom shuttle. And again, she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. Samson woke up pulled back the loom shuttle, yanked his hair away from the loom and the fabric. Okay, hopefully you're starting to see a pattern here, and that's the purpose. When you're trying to decide who to date, who to let have influence in your life, who to speak over you, who to encourage you, who to pursue, or maybe you have a friend who is in a relationship and how to give them advice to say, what patterns is the guy or girl reflecting to you? Not what they present to you. Not this pretty presentation of who they are, who they like, what they do. No, what patterns do they have? Do they have a pattern of being unkind to the waiters? Like, that's who they are. They're unkind probably within them. If they're showing a pattern, not presenting something to you, but if there's a pattern of anger, of envy, of rude things they say to people, the way that they talk about people, if there's a pattern, that's what's going on within them. It's not that they're bad, but if you're deciding on who to date, you need to be able to see a pattern and know that that pattern is what you're choosing. So it could be a good thing too. Maybe they're extremely kind to the people around you. 
and you see a pattern that whether or not you're with them or not, there's a pattern that they're kind to people around them. You need to make a decision based on the pattern. Delilah had a pattern in her life that was reflective of who she was. She was trying to make money and the pattern was reflected. In verse 15, you'll see this, the final one, Delilah pouted. She put all her energy, she probably conjuring up some fake tears. And she said, how can you tell me you love me when you don't share your secrets with me? You've made fun of me three times now and you still haven't told me what makes you so strong. In verse 16, this is a funny verse. She tormented him with her nagging day after day until he was sick to death of it. Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. He said, my hair's never been cut. So he basically says, fine, I'll tell you. Because he ignored the pattern, what we'll see later in the story is that it actually ultimately leads to Samson's death. They shave his hair, he loses strength, his hair begins to grow back, and he actually uses his strength one last time that God gives him. And part of that is him actually dying. It was kind of a suicide mission. But all of this happened because he was unable to see the pattern in the person he chose to be with. Now, it might be extreme, but you know this probably as well as I do. The person whom you decide to be with, whether it's marriage, dating, has an extreme effect on your life. If you're going to marry someone, they will help guide the course of your life for good or bad. So the patterns you see in their life will begin to reflect in yours. If you see them constantly reflecting a certain pattern over and over and over, and you still decide to marry them, that pattern will then reflect on your life and have an effect on you. But if there's a good pattern, that pattern will too reflect on you. So there's two questions you need to be able to ask yourself. Let's say you're interested in someone, you find someone that's attractive, you like them, you want to connect with them, you want to go on a date with them. My challenge to you is don't look at what they present to you. Try to see what patterns they reflect. What do they constantly do without even trying? What comes out of them? Not what they show me. What is coming out of them in patterns? So then the thing comes back to you. It has to have a conversation about yourself. What patterns do you reflect? So let's say you're already in a, in a marriage and you're already dating or whatever it may be, or you're not interested in a relationship. You still can see what happens is the real person is reflected by the heart and the heart is reflected by the patterns. So what patterns do you put out to the world? Do you have a pattern of lust or anger or jealousy? You need to be able to look at those patterns that are reflected in your life and come back and say, God, will you heal my heart and change the patterns of my heart? Because you can only do so much to change your presentation. I can only do so much uh, of putting a nice clothes on, tucking my shirt in. But at some point, that's not who I am. So if I want to make that a pattern in my life, that needs to become who I am and something else has to change to make that reflective in my patterns. So my thing for you, the conversation it has to have is twofold. Firstly, you need to look what patterns am I creating? What patterns are coming out of me? Who am I really? And is that something I'm happy with? Is that something that I think honors and reflects the character of God? Yes or no. Then as you begin to like someone and the question is, who do I date? You want to date someone with patterns you like, not presentations you like. They're always going to give you what you want. You have to understand if you're dating someone, they're trying to get you. They're trying to sell themselves to you. So they're going to present everything they got. They're going to go as hard as they can to make themselves look good. Don't date their presentation. Date their patterns. And when you date their patterns, you'll see who they really are and who you're getting into with. Uh, so challenge for you guys. Look at your own patterns. And then if you're dating or want to date or are married or looking for community, look at the person's patterns and see if that's reflective of something that you want to do. So 
Love you guys. Have an awesome, awesome day. And we'll have a new interview coming probably the end of this week. So be looking out for that. See ya. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us on the Beautiful Gray Podcast. If you would, we have an Instagram. It's called at the Beautiful Gray Podcast. No spaces, nothing crazy in between, all one word. Um, on top of that, we'd love for you guys to just be a part of the discussion. So even if you don't want to be on the episode, share your comments, text me, reach out to me, let me know what you think and be a part of the discussion. And then lastly, I have a book coming out. It's going to be called Rightly Reckless, which is going to be a continued discussion in written form for those of you who just want to read uh, of the discussions essentially that we're going to have here. So looking forward to that. Stay tuned for next episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Love you guys. See ya.